Welcome to the Too Posh Podcast. I'm Gabrielle. I am a former mafia princess and the owner of our Too Posh Boutique. And I'm here with my beautiful daughter, Marcella. I'm Marcella. I am a dancer, choreographer, model, and the designer for Too Posh. And I cannot wait to talk to Whitley, <laughs> who is my son's adorable girlfriend. Hi, I'm Whitley. I like to create things. I'm kind of a nord. A nord. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of a nerd. And I like to make people smile. (laughs) What will they say next? You're listening to the Too Posh Podcast. That one? Mean. I'm like, jeez. But like mean. mean, mean, mean. Like, yeah. They wanted to get into like the core of being mean. And I think when we had we had this round table where everybody raised their hand that they don't like me. I was sobbing. I mean, I'm talking like where some moms are like, okay, now I feel bad. One mom in particular goes, I am not going to feel sorry for you because you're crying. And I was like, I mean, think about how bad those moms, because the show is going to use you as the that person to be crushed. Mm-hmm. And it all it's going to do is show how ugly those women are. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so said, really, yeah, yeah, I mean, imagine, imagine how hated those women are going to be because yeah. we're in this whole women empowerment phase of life. Yes. Yeah. They're yeah. going to be, they're going to be hated. Like their houses are going to get. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope wait. so. <laughs> yeah. I know. No, I'm like, going to be there. Snapping I was just going to say Whitley is going to be throwing the first <laughs> egg. Yeah. I have no tolerance for that. I don't either. I don't know why I always say I'm like, life is so hard and we're all like trying to yeah. make it already. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why be mean on top of it? Yeah. Yeah. I never understand it. Doesn't it. help anybody. No, there's Not room. There's enough room for everybody. No, there's, there's, you yes. can all be beautiful. Yes, you yeah. can all be successful. Yeah. it doesn't take away from the next person. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. Uh, no. I just got on a rant. I think it builds <laughs> up. Yeah, when you like build other people up. I, I love seeing people be successful. I want everyone to be happy. Just because you're successful doesn't mean I can't be. Yeah, right. you know, you um, posted a little sneak peek of on Instagram. On Friday or Thursday or something, you were like, stay tuned, dance, yes, rant dance. coming or something. Oh, yeah. Jolie, which is your sister, you would think she knows everything, right? Every day. Mom, she still hasn't posted the rant. What is she going to talk about? <laughs> I want to hear it. What is it going to be? I go, oh, I yeah. don't know. She goes, well, why did she post it then? I'm waiting every day. <laughs> oh, oh. I was judging. <laughs> I had to like. That was funny. What well, rant? I, uh, well, I want to, um, what did I want to talk about? I was like real heated. Um, I really just everything with the dance stuff. Yeah, she wants. And to I wanted to thank parents because I felt like we're f- recording, right? Because I can. We are. Audio, yeah. Okay. I'll start the camera. Oh, yeah, you don't have to. to but um, I wanted, because I feel like the first ones we were like bashing so many moms, but I wanted to thank the supportive moms because Stephanie Wentz's mom wrote me a very nice letter. Oh, my God. Yes, that's how it started. And we're actually going to see one of your former students. We're going to her house, um, Scout's house. Oh, yes. Because so, her family was great. Them. Like, there's so many families that were great. And I don't think we talk about that enough. I think I wanted really to sad. just finally say what happened because mm-hmm. dance has been my whole life. So I think people are like, what is she doing? Like, that I do privates. And I wanted to talk about that. And that's all I'll be offering ever. And then I'm not ever going to be affiliated with a studio. It's literally private lessons only. I can re- refuse the right to any mom. Um, cause it would be my own personal thing. And that was talking about, I think all that stuff. Yeah. 
So, yeah. Anyway, on that note, on that note, welcome we'll move everyone <laughs> to Posh Hello. Podcast. Hello. Episode 39, which is really, wow. Whoa. We have done 40 because the introduction doesn't count as a number, oh. but this is episode 39. Congratulations. <laughs> cool. Thank you. And welcome to my beautiful co hosts, my daughter Marcella. Hello. And Whitley. Hi. My son's girlfriend. And our beautiful guest today, Miss Amy. Hi. Hello. Um, we. Just want to thank everyone for listening again, and please subscribe to our channel and um, tell your friends about it. Leave us a comment, leave us notes. If you want to come us. on, yes. Yeah. If you have yeah. a story you want to share, please contact us. Um, please contact us soon. We're booked out very, very, very far. So that's a great thing. Y'all really have some great thing. people in your lives, though. Yeah. We do. Yeah. So yeah, that we're really circles. blessed. So very excited. And now you're in it. You're like good. Yes. We're glad to be in US. Too. Yeah. Um. <laughs> We, I wanted to ask you first because we're going to continue with the show we we had that will be Wednesday's show, so this will be Friday. Um, your brand is this empowered life. Tell me, I love that name. Yeah, I love that you. brand. Thanks Tell me a little bit where it came from. What is it about? So it's it's kind of new. I mean, I I don't. I'm so bad about time. Are y'all like that? Like you don't know when mm-hmm. things happened or when yes. you started something. I, don't know I forgot how old yeah. I was. Today. <laughs> right. Um, so it's probably sometime in the last year that I wanted to come up with a brand. I forgot that, that a long time ago. Sorry. Yeah. I just, sorry. I just heard. That. I forgot how old oh, I was. I, today. Did, I had to check my ID. I really forgot. Oh I was like, oh my gosh. Which I'm fine with. But, but sorry. 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 I was not checking. Totally, yeah. totally, it's back to this no. empowered <laughs> life. Sorry. No, that's okay. So I just, I wanted to, um, I'm so passionate about lots of different things that I wanted an umbrella to be able to speak about all of it. And I, I'm in, I'm super passionate about women, helping them get out of their own way, helping them learn how to self-talk, help teaching them how to self, to love themselves at all stages. Yeah. Not just what it started when I was a personal trainer and women just would always say, I want to weigh what I weighed in high school. I'm like, okay, but we're like <sighs> 35. So let's get real. So it's like loving yourself at that, at each stage. So I wanted to talk about empowering women. And so the brand came from this empowered life so that I could talk about my empowered life, your empowered life, my children's empowered life or raising children and their empowered life, marriage. I love, I'm so passionate about marriage and, and communication. And so it just gave me an umbrella to talk about all, all the things. Yes. I love Bra- that how, what makes me feel beautiful as a woman, the whether I wanted to sell a product or be affiliated with a product that helped me feel beautiful and be able to share it with somebody then I could have that. Like it just was my umbrella of this empowered life. Yeah. I, I love yeah. that. So cool. very, very Thank nice. you. Creative. Very creative. Um, now your success and rise to fame basically, because you are famous in your company and it's called Cinegens. Cinegens. Do I say that right? Yeah, Cinegens. I had never heard of that before. I met you ever. So do you want to tell us a little bit about that? So So Cinegens as a company, um, you know, I love to, I love to have my own brand, you know, like my, me as my person is my Mm -hmm. brand and the company that I represent is Cinegens, which is uh, long lasting skincare Mm -hmm. and incredible. I mean, long lasting makeup and incredible skincare. And so that's how I make a living. But you make a really good living. I make a really good living. (laughs) When did you get into that? It's August will be two years. Oh, very yeah. new. Yeah, very new. So like in my Whoa. first um, five months, I had a team that sold a million dollars in products. And so wow. in the in the time that, you know, just shy of two years, it's around 12 million. 
how mm. how does that work how do you even yeah. start that i mean i i i'm always i mean i know a little bit about these kind of companies yeah direct husband. sales yeah multi-level yeah marketing. Market, multi-level marketing and sometimes it can be super super hard like there is people that are successful in it mm-hmm. um the people that are successful in it are usually living great lives and it's unbelievable i know several of them um sometimes it can get really overwhelming though and how did you make that happen so fast and so successful is it because of your circle and so I'm many great unapologetic. people I'm unapologetic about it. I, I believe in the company. I believe in the products. I've It's been around, the company's been around for 20 years. Started, wow. started, by, a, yeah, yeah. started by a single mom that wanted a different line of products and wanted a different business model than what she was exposed to. And she cool. herself was a distributor and worked her way around California. Um, she couldn't get any investors. So she had to go sell the product with like six tubes of lipstick and built oh, this like door to door door to door like literally she built it and so she gets it and she's somebody that I can text right now and she'll respond like somebody that treats me very well and wow. um, it's it's amazing it's amazing to be a part of that and the sisterhood the friendships that I have I mean such high caliber high vibe women that's um, it's really something amazing to be a part of and I am um I feel so passionate about helping women get out of their own thing, whether they've lost themselves in momhood or they've lost themselves in a marriage or, mm-hmm. um, or they just need a little bad relationship, of, a bad relationship, or they need a little extra money to pay for this or that or whatever it is. Or um, dance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody need, always needs a little bit more money. Right. And so, um, being able to provide a business opportunity for women, that's very inexpensive to get into. And then they can do what they want with it. I mean, nobody, there's no pressure. You know what I mean? Like if you want to make $200 a month, do that. If you want to make, you know, 20,000 a month, then do that. Like you do you, you know, and there's a place for all of that. So I just feel very, but you did this and just ran with it. And yeah, I knew like one of my girlfriends actually was, um, I approached her and I'm like, Hey, can I get a free lip color? If I have a Facebook party for you, like I'm that girl. And she is like, uh, yeah. So <laughs> we did that. And um, I think in like five days, we sold $2,000 worth of stuff. And I said, wait wow. a second, hold on. So because I was a self-employed personal trainer at the time. And I was like, so if I make this a business and I launch this as my business, how much money will I make? And she was like, well, you'll make half of it. You'll make $1,000. I was like, okay, sign me up. Like, even if I never do a thing again, yeah, yeah. Like, let's do this. And then I just was like, I saw the opportunity and... And ran with it. So now I have a team, a big team, and I have, um, I have like because this, the real money is made when you sign people up yeah. underneath you. You I can mean, make fifty percent right of right. your sales, but right. yeah, the real money, money is, is in your team. But I have six other million plus team members on my team, so it's not. Are just they family? My members? sister, my sister is. So that's one. Well, I love saying that when yeah. people are like, everybody I know. I'm like, okay, first of all. We have like less than one percent of the female population in every state. But if my both my sisters and my mom and my aunt and my cousin, we all do this together, and we have you know like yeah, you don't yeah. know all the people. Everybody knows people. Yeah, but that was uh, I was going to ask you how. It's always been intriguing to me or interesting to me because I have never done it because it's I can't. I'm just different mindset. But I've always been interested in it and what you hear. Like you hear bad things about it, and I like to not talk about the bad but the good which you are an example of it you always hear well once you get through all your family and friends then what 
Well, that's just your family and friends are never going to make you a living. Like they really aren't. Right. I mean, yeah. I, I, you, um, for me, building relationships is my job. So building authentic, real relationships with women and connecting with them. And so, um, I'm always out, you know, like I don't ever it's have to social. push my products. Yeah. I mean, women buy makeup anyway. Yeah. Yes. And I know that that's like, that's yeah. So I mean, you go in wanting one thing and you leave yes. yeah. $300. And, yeah. Money. You're like, so well, women love to feel beautiful. Yeah. And, yeah. um, I love to, to do women's makeup. I don't have anything bad. Like I don't have any bad experience. I've been a part of companies where I've had bad experiences mm-hmm. for sure. And I see other people and I'm like, mm, that's what gives multi-level marketing a bad, bad name. name. Um, so but that's like with anything. I mean, yeah. you can get a bad lawyer, oh, you yeah. get a bad doctor. Anything. <laughs> it's with anything. Well, and your makeup always looks beautiful. Oh, you look yes. So you no, have a good representation you. of the thank company you. because yeah. of you. And you post, like you're very active on social media. Yeah. Well, it's that connection. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. my, yeah, that's my thing. That's awesome. So, thank so you. how did this change your life? Well, I will never go back to work for anybody else again. <laughs> I mean, that is my, I was working full time. It's funny. I kind of started becoming my mom. So I had two little children and I wrote about this today on Facebook and Instagram actually um, about, you know, I posted a picture of my kids when they were very little and I'm like, oh man, I just miss that time. And I miss, I wish I could go back. I wish I had more video recordings. I, I wish I was more present. And I, um, I was like working a full-time job. I was going to college full-time at night um, on my online and uh, just trying to make a better living and make a better living. But I was actually um, working and purchasing government purchasing. And they were like, you can run the department if you get your degree. I didn't have my degree. And so I'm like, okay, so here I am. I'm going to go to college at night and have these two little kids just so I can get that, you know, be gifted that or whatever. And I want, and then I started personal training in the mornings and doing boot camps for, so, I became, I got my, wow. like, my, I got my, it's like three so, jobs. Really, well, yeah. If you think about yeah, it. Yeah. I got my certification and I started doing that and it became really successful. And I, told my ex-husband, I said, you know, I know that I can do this. It's really scary. People would always say, you should be in sales. I'm like, no, I'm never going to like, I would rather have a small consistent paycheck than to um, not know if I'm going to get paid. You know, like yeah. that is way too scary. It's very, and, very hard. Yeah. And um, the second I released that, it took a lot of work and a lot of therapy, but not about that, about other things that I yeah. could like shed all the other things to, to really blossom into who I needed to be. Um, I was able to quit my job and double up on my classes and um, make double the income. It afforded me to get a divorce that I needed to get and buy a new house and um, move on in my life. And so I've never made more money in my life than once I made that decision to never have another boss. So it's that all that stuff that made me independent and rebellious and successful when I was a kid in in the, (laughs) the wrong areas really made me thrive as an Mm -hmm. adult once I once I um stopped telling myself those other wrong stories you know whatever you tell yourself is what you're going to believe right yeah we're very rebellious Mm -hmm. around here so I so I guess to answer your question about how it changed my life is like I know that I will never I will never go back and work for anybody else I mean this really and I get to travel next month. I'm going to Australia. Oh, I was just gonna yeah. say, oh, go you have traveled so, so I much. Too. I mean, this is two years you have been doing this. Where yeah. have you gone? Like, oh my gosh, um, a lot of I get a lot of earned trips. Obviously, by what does that mean? Earned means free. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. I like that word. Yeah. So <laughs> we, my husband and I just went to um, Costa Rica in January, and 
Um, my, I took my mom to Cabo in June before that. Um, I get to go on like leadership retreats. So for instance, um, this month I'm taking my kids to Disney. It's an earned trip. So it's free. Which Disney? So, t- oh, yeah. world. So we have like, da- hop- is that Orlando? That's Orlando. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My brother works there. Yeah. And we're staying at like one of the resorts and all. So what resort cool. can you get on those free trips? What? Uh, they're like specific. So there's two main trips a year that everybody can earn. So like the, the one, two, tr- two a year. main, two that one's like based on sales and then the next one's based on sponsoring. So oh, what's like, that mean? um, That's cool. Ca- Cabo last year, a year ago was based on sales. Like the, basically that means that if somebody comes in, they're really great at selling, you can make it. And then also you can make another trip if you're really great at sponsoring, but you're not great at selling products. So there's sponsoring means so you can either people. get two or one of the other sponsoring meaning like you bring on team members. Oh, oh, got it. Yeah. Okay. So you have options, you know, so last year Cabo was, um, for sales and then Costa Rica was for sponsoring. And then this Disney is for sales. And then, um, I've gone to how like, long are those trips? There are five days, five days. Mm-hmm. Um, next month or this month I'm going to Disney um, with the kids and I'm I'm like not a Disney person I'm oh I'm like gosh. a chill by the pool person <laughs> so it's a little overwhelming and like my girlfriend texted me today and said that's going and she said so how do you connect how do you connect your hopper passes to the thing I'm like do you know me like I've not yeah. done any of that yeah no no so you then, to get that app like the line thing right you yeah that oh, we yes and then in August I'm going to Aspen you have to plan it yeah, By so we're way. doing a leadership retreat. We're staying at this place called The Gaunt. It's Ooh, uh, like a fantastic, um, like, little boutique place. And so th- I think there will only be, like, maybe 60 of us that are um, 5 million and above, or, you know, five, not earners, uh, 5 million and above team sizes. Um, so we get, like, high-level high level training, high-level, uh, we get spoiled. Yeah, um, that's so And cool. then uh, cool. July, I'm going to Australia. I was asked to be... Um, I was the U.S. distributor chosen to go train the Australian distributors. Wow, that so, is awesome! Um, at one of their events, so congratulations! I'm, thank I'm you. Awesome. When you found that out, were you? I screamed. Out? My our, <laughs> yeah. yeah, my mentor and our senior vice president of global sales called me, and I. She was like, "So I have some exciting news that hopefully, hopefully, I can twist your arm. Um, you've been chosen to go train on social media." to the Australian distributors and I was like shut up and <laughs> oh she said gosh. I will not shut up <laughs> so I was I just screamed I got thrown with her and my kids were like oh my gosh what's going on I was so excited so that's, that's so cool. cool yeah now, really exciting was that after because the trip to Las Vegas is what I saw on your social media and I was like oh my gosh that my she, you were recognized <laughs> on stage in front of 8,000 oh, women that was um that was in Tulsa that was that was in Tulsa in April oh I did go to Las Vegas, but last year. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I got it wrong. Yeah, I'm sure it's, okay. it's just like it oh, wasn't. I, it, yeah, all, we are based out of Irvine, California, and Sepulpa, Oklahoma. So, we're, so that's where our owner is from. So she's like rebuilding the city of Sepulpa, and we are. So, anyways, we have um b- these big seminars. Yes, and 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 you were recognized. Yeah, 8, in front 000. of eight thousand mm-hmm. people. Did you know that was going to happen? I did. Oh. Yeah, and I was asked to speak. So we had like these in breakout front of sessions. two thousand people. people. She spoke wow. public speaking. But you're so, such a yeah. great speaker. I was about to say. Well, like, you thank speak you, so but well. I'm terrified. Like, are I, you still, oh, y'all? I um, I'm not good at it either. We have this special. This I like is, it. Oh she gosh, loves it. I Damn. was the girl that like ran off. I was terrified. It was it was awful. Well, when I was asked to speak, I was so, I'm so honored and I'm so blessed, and I have all these like extreme emotions about like being blessed, and being grateful, and being honored, and then 
horrific fear mm-hmm. um, because I feel like I'm going to lose my words when I get up there. Like I, I have all these say, things yeah. to say, but then I lose my words and then it's like boob sweat everywhere. <laughs> and, you know, just, yeah. yeah. So it's a real and your body goes in like fight or flight. Yeah. So we had this amazing green room for those women that were like $5 million teams. Or we had like this green room where we could, there was like all the good drinks, like coffees and snacks and yummy things. And then it was like quiet. So because when you're, when you have a big team, and especially when you're going to speak and people know you, then you're like, can't get away from people in the hall. Mm-hmm. So we had like this special quiet space where oh, we could cool. prep that and we cool. could do whatever. So I was like getting emotional prepping before my session and some girls wrapped their arms around me and prayed around me and Aww. just it, like, I was very nervous, but it went really great. And I, and I was like, I always want to show my personality. I always want to be kind of funny and I want to like make <laughs> it lighthearted and yeah. You know, and I ended up like saying ridiculous things that they made this meme of me that I oh, said, no. um, it, cause I said something like I was, te- I was speaking on skincare and I was telling them like, that was my whole intention of the, of the speech was upgrading to skincare. And so I was telling them, you know, if you are going to put makeup on a face, it needs to be well-treated skin, you know, cause no makeup is going to look good on bad skin. Right. And then we saw like the special lipstick. So I was like, and no lipstick is going to look good on a jacked up face. <laughs> and then I I was like, oh my God, I said that. And everybody died laughing. And so they were like, no lipstick is going to look good on a jacked up face. Amy and Lo. I'm yeah. like, oh my oh, God. So um, that's the that's thing. That's the takeaway. <laughs> yeah. That's funny So though. it's fun. Yeah. It's true. So as long as I can like get in the groove to like be lighthearted like yeah. that, then yeah. I know I'm in yeah. my spot, you know. Oh, and your family TV. was featured in the company's yes. oh my gosh magazine yeah so yeah. We're like they had like a, how many pages was that it was one it was oh one yeah okay. it was um I thought it was success double. magazine yeah. has um success magazine we do uh oh my gosh acclaim oh. is the magazine oh. by success magazine okay. so uh yeah we were featured in the family section about how to be able to raise children with like bigger oh. views and that's a huge part of why I do this so that I can give my kids different opportunities and it doesn't and teach them. It doesn't have to just be one way, you know, yeah. they are, um, they have two parents that are very, very different. And one lives, um, in a small box and one doesn't have a box, <laughs> you know? And so I just want to show them all the ways. That's awesome. That, that is cool. really cool. How old are your children? They're 10 and 13. So that leads me <laughs> into your 13 year old had some issues at school with bullying. Mm. And I, I am such a big believer on certain things on how to raise children. Everyone knows my stance. I do not back down on certain things that I believe in, especially with our social media days and the cell phones, et cetera, et cetera. And I am very strict about it. And when I read what you had said, I was like, Oh, Oh my gosh, another parent like another me. parent that is like me that believes in it. And I was so proud of you because it was so heartbreaking what happened to her. And but you turned it into uh, tell us about it. I want to hear it well, from you. She is um she's a little me. Um so I get her, you know, yeah. and uh, well, I mean, we are so close. It's it's really weird to me because I didn't have that really, you know, and I didn't ever feel understood. And I feel like I really we just get along so well. And I really appreciate that. And there was a time when she was like nine and she was like she said um, her cousin, she said, I will never be like her, like teenager, sassy. Oh, sassy. I will never talk back. And I'm like, OK, 
I'm, Ooh, and I recorded yeah. it and I posted it on Facebook. <laughs> I need you to write this I'm down. like, this is a thing she just I said. still tell it. My and children yeah. said that to me. <laughs> and I, yeah, and I remind her now, like, you remember you said this, you know. But I never um, said that. She's a, <laughs> she's a good, she's a good kid, and she's very kind, and she's very Aww. intuitive. And um, she, yeah, she got bullied, but it's been a thing with her. She's very sensitive to peers, and so she can get her feelings hurt. And but that was very valid. And we just have this no social media rule. Um, I, I just I tell her there are so many adults that can't even handle that are not emotionally exactly. um, emotionally mature enough to handle social media. Mm-hmm. I it's nothing against you. I just cannot expect you to you know handle that. handle that. And I also don't want that to be your reality. I don't mm-hmm. want you to be worrying about likes and that yeah. being your affirmation. And that's actually how this conversation can came up because I told her you are so perfect the way you are and you do not need anybody affirming you. And, you know, I post on social media for business. It's Mm -hmm. my business and it's building relationships and I have a brand and I work for myself and it's very different. She knows like for me, social media is work. I'm not posting worrying about how many likes I'm going to get. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't care or else I'd have like bots on Instagram or something, you know, like I Mm -hmm. care about real authentic relationship building. So that's when she told me that like she had been being bullied at school. And so um, she has no phone and that's okay. She's okay with it. She never ever said anything or gives me a hard time or never even says anything. I, I do need to go make it like a dumb phone. Yeah. No texting. It can call and she can play some games as long as they're not um, social media. But I didn't even get upset with her. I, I just, um, I didn't get upset with her because I can't expect her to keep fighting this fight that is every day in their face. So you're saying you took her phone altogether? I took her phone altogether. So she doesn't have one at all. Mm -mm, Because she had, um, she had just gotten it back from, she had it gone like two months Mm -hmm. before that. And she had it just gotten it back, had it back about two weeks and then broke the rules again. She got social media. Like what was the rule? The the first time she broke the rule, she had, she's not supposed to text boys or exchange texts with boys either. She was 12 and so she had her phone taken away because she was she changed some girls' contacts to boys. Okay. And I was oh, like, girlfriend, that's... Marcella used to do yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Like, old rule, girlfriend. Like, yeah. I know better, you know. Yeah. And so, um, <laughs> so I took her phone away, and then I gave it back. And that's when not only was she... Boys, as I was holding her phone, like, going through checking things that second time, boy text... Well, it was a un, it was a number not saved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, which I later found out was a boy. She had... Well, I'll tell you what happened. So, and then I went to uh, Safari, and she had gone and created an Instagram on Safari. So, mm-hmm. I the reason I hadn't blocked Safari because moms, if you don't know, you can block Safari. You can just take it away from the app. Uh, you can take the app away. Well, I hadn't because of school. She could do so much on her phone, check things, check you know, yeah. other teachers. So, um, I hate how helpful phones are. Yeah. So I ch- like, so I her to. Instagram was so cute though. She was like putting out such sweet and good stuff but Aww. so it made me proud of that yeah however it was the rules are rule and she broke it so the phone so i went into her room i'm like well, you want to talk about something your phone and she's like they just started texting me like two days ago and i'm like nope i'm talking about the instagram but thanks yeah. for that you yeah. know yeah <laughs> and so um so i took her phone away altogether yeah because i and she just can't handle the responsibility and that's like okay she's she's telling me it's like when someone it's when someone tells you who they are shows you who they are you got to believe them right that's what you always say that kids are begging for discipline they right? are yes. yes they need the structure they yeah. need but they need the help from the parents mm-hmm. to help them deal with what they can handle at a certain age that's yeah. what i believe yeah. in very very big i go back to that thing that you're 
the luggage sometimes is too heavy for them yeah. to carry and their brain there's certain things in life that's too heavy for and that their was brain. too much it was too and, much for and her. Mm-hmm. it's not good yeah. and i and now relate. she's free of that she it's doesn't have yeah. to worry yeah. about it and you know what's interesting i don't know if y'all know this i'm sure you don't because we haven't said it publicly i think we're going to do a live about it but um I'm, i've pulled her out of school and we're Did homeschooling. You? Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. yeah. So um, not not as a reactive thing. Like this no, is just like so I, good. She's at thirteen. She's going into eighth grade, and I I'm like, okay, here I am. Like you know how purpose leads to purpose, blessing leads to pr- blessing, and you think it's for this thing, and then you realize it's for this thing, or does your purpose just grows? Well, it could not be more different, right, than how I was raised. And so now, if I if I have the option to give her a complete different path in life in in creating who she is then it would be very selfish of me to not do that yeah and so is she happy about it she wants to she's very excited she's excited because she wants to she knows like it's hard to segregate social from school from academic and Mm -hmm. um she's dyslexic and she had just finished her dyslexic program through school so she'll have that um, is she creative at all she's yeah she's creative does she like um anything like uh what does she like to do is she like does she like to sing act she loves to sing she's in choir she needs to come to yeah yeah julie's school well it's not a school it's a it's a performing arts conservatory and they do school half the day and then dance very small singing and band oh yeah so she's 18 kids oh yeah her her favorite thing is singing that's been one of her biggest concerns is choir because she's um her i should really talk about that yeah yeah okay it Um, is the best that's my heart you know that being my personality the hardest thing is like developing the curriculum and i know like that i have a girlfriend that owns a um another school that's um, really great for homeschoolers. Like if they go, it's taught by college professors and you can go like one day a week and mm-hmm. get the hard classes, especially mm-hmm. when you're in high school. And she said, I did um, that too. Yeah. That. And she said, um, you know, it doesn't have to be this way. You don't, she doesn't have to be bullied. No kid should have to go through mm-hmm. what she's going through. So if you want to talk about homeschooling and let's chat. And we actually had a coffee date the four, her daughter and my daughter. And, I, and, and that was one of the biggest concerns with my daughter was like, do you still feel, do you feel like you have social life? And she's like, oh my gosh, there's like unlimited social and I can do more social things. And mm-hmm. then I think, gosh, I can, she can, we can do so much together. We can go to the gym together in the morning. We can, I can work, she can do her schoolwork and then she can get yeah. a little job and I can teach her how to do money and she can travel. Yeah. Like it's so it's much just, better. I oh, wish yeah, that they had the stuff they Me have too. now right. for oh them. Gosh. I'm very excited. But we it's, haven't really talked about it publicly. But yeah. It's the best thing that you can do. Yeah. Especially in today's age. I want to keep her her age. But yeah. That's your biggest thing. It's There's not a lot thing. of people like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you oh, guys. Yeah. Like you moms. I love keeping them their age. Like I I love like Jolie still sleeps with a stuffed animal and yeah. she's mm-hmm. fourteen and that should be okay. It's like there's nothing I wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> like I actually was thinking about getting a stuffed animal the other day. I was like, Sleep Gino bought it for me. Yeah, yeah Autumn, Autumn is not into like um, watching. A lot of girls are into like what makeup tutorials and YouTube. Mm, she likes does to, like that. She yeah. likes to watch like life hacks on mm-hmm. YouTube, oh, like yeah, that, you know, yeah. like figuring out funny yeah. things how to do. She, yeah, she's just really not. Um, she's just now got her first denim skirt, like because she wears Aww. athletic clothes all yeah. the time, and so. She's just now edging into girliness so much so that like bit. she'll straighten her hair and then put it up in a ponytail with a headband on. I'm like, why did you even do that? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> just learning to just find a little herself. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's cute. Yeah. Aww. Now, I like that. Let's yeah. talk a little bit about 
your second husband and the challenges he has because and how you deal with them and how you guys make it work because you look so happily married and everything and um, he is bipolar and a recovering addict. Tell yeah. us a little bit about that. So he's like the best ever. Um, I, you know, I didn't know that you could like really be married to your best friend. I really didn't think that that was a real thing. And oh, um, I am. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> really special. And and so many people settle and, and stay settled, which blows me away. You know, I mean, it doesn't blow me away. I did it for like a billion years. But <laughs> now at my place, I, I just um, it's sad. So. We started dating long distance, and um, I was, I was with a guy mean? friend, and we were out, like, uh, local bar hopping and uh, Halloween night, actually, both oh, yeah. single, and um, I'd just taken my kids trick-or-treating, and then they went with their dad. So we were out, uh, m- you know, mingling, which never do, by the way, like, go out with another guy friend. You totally look like a couple. Like, how yeah. are we ever going to meet anybody, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Like, um, but uh, I was like, don't you have any guy friends that are – philosophical forward thinker <laughs> positive and like a bigger guy and he was like that does not exist yeah <laughs> and um and then like sure enough an hour later a different bar he got a facebook message from my husband of a tinder screenshot um because my husband had just moved to virginia or yeah, tennessee and he said like oh i forgot i'm not in dallas i'm in tennessee and it was kind of a joke and so he was like oh i do have this friend nate his name is ben and he said, but he moved to Tennessee about a year ago. I'm like, of course he did. Show him, show me, show me. <laughs> yeah. And he showed me. I was like, shut up. Like, I'm not like very vain at all. Like, but yeah. Yeah. But like, he's could not be more my type physically. Yeah. And so after a couple of drinks, like I'd already had a couple <laughs> drinks. So yeah. At that moment, I friend requested him and messaged him because, <laughs> you know, you got to go after what you want in life. And so I was like, hi, I'm Amy. And uh, chatted a little bit that night. And then, uh, Three or four days later, wrote him again, and I said... Um, you wrote again. Yeah, I wrote him again. I was like, let's have a redo. I mean, nothing inappropriate was said, or but, I, but like, I don't want to leave it on. I I drunk Drunken Facebook leave. message. Yeah. yeah. Drunk yeah. and leave. Yeah. yeah. Facebook message, drunk and leave you. So um, I was like, hey, just just wanted to say hi and, like, really do this over. Mm-hmm. And I'm Amy, you know. Yeah. And uh, we started writing each other for three or four days. And we talked that Saturday night. So exactly one week later on the phone. And we talked for four and a half hours that night. Oh, wow. And it was like, oh, my gosh, this is, we could just have talked forever. And so we did this uh, long distance thing. Oh, this is crazy, though. On Facebook, when we became friends, I was like, how do you know we have 12 mutual friends. Yeah. How do you know all these people? Yeah. Like these people, I was CrossFitting at the time. I was like, how do you know these people? I work out with them every day. And oh I was like, they're my best friends from college. Like oh, we were in each other's weird. first weddings, like, well, weddings, first weddings, you know, <laughs> um, best friends, that. like family. And I said, shut up. So he came in town. Um, actually, I went to Mexico, Mexico like the next week. And I'm like, okay, we'll see. And it, it, it was so fun because, you know, you don't have any obligation. So I would like, drunk FaceTime him and stuff when I was in Mexico. And uh, then he came to visit and I picked him up from the airport and I was so, um, I'm so serious about being authentic all the time in all the ways. So he came in late, like on a Friday night at nine or 10. And I remember I picked him up wearing yoga pants and a flip flops and like a t-shirt because, and I didn't have any makeup on either (laughs) because because I was like, he's either going to like me how I am. Like, this is how it would be on a Friday night at nine o'clock. Yeah. If he weren't coming in town. Yeah. So I'm going to, this is how I'm going to be. Like, I'm not going to get dressed for him. 
I just was like very um, wow, which yeah. is funny because I've now. <laughs> I really love to get dressed up for him. It's like yeah, we yeah. love we do d- weekly date nights, and it's like I love to do that. But yeah. at that time, I was so I am who I am. You're either like me or not. Like yeah, because of my past relationships. So, um, he about a year in, we got married. We, we got so engaged. when you saw him and when he saw you first, what happened? We were so excited, but we were both nervous. And we stayed up that whole night talking. Like we sat, I had a two seater like double chase thing, and we sat up all night just talking it was it was so great yeah and then the next morning we went to the gym and worked out together with our mutual friends and then that saturday night oh that he knew too he knew and then that saturday night we went to their house and had like a four couple dinner party and i was like we were walking up and i was like this is so weird these are your friends and these are my friends this is bizarre but that also after dating gave me so much comfort and like Mm. these people were like such a good guy you know yeah yeah oh they did yeah 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 um so and had he had been married before? He had been married, and he his son was in Tennessee. Oh, okay. so it was I like had a lot of fear. A lot of my journaling in Ireland is about that because we were like getting to like the I love you point, and he had he had dropped everything and moved to Tennessee, and to be with his son. So I was like, okay, here I am starting this relationship uh. with this guy that specifically went to Tennessee to be with his son. Yeah, but when he was northeast almost on the border of Virginia and there's no jobs, no um, people like people in Dallas. Yeah, <laughs> um, It's just very different. And so he had kind of like figured, I'm just going to be my son's dad, not date, not have a great job and really like live the most minimal life because of that. And so then we met and he was like, okay, there could be different options, but um, I'm the doer. I'm like the get it done. I'm, I have, I'm creative minded so I can think of all the ways, yeah. you know, even now in our marriage, I'll be like, you might, I mean, you could do all these things if you do it like this, you know, mm-hmm. and then he, cause he's just thinking one thing, you know, yeah. it's probably men versus women too. I was yeah. just going to say that. So I was <laughs> able to like, work. like <laughs> yeah. these are some options. So, mm-hmm. um, he, we, we dated for a year, long distance always going back and forth, doing a like whole a, year, a whole year wow. and then doing wow. a lot of um, How summer often did you see every other? month, What's like every month? three weeks or so. And then we did a lot of summer vacations and stuff like me and the kids went there and we, we all met in Florida, uh, you know, cool. just a lot of back and forth. And then um, we got engaged uh, Thanksgiving. So we, a year, a little over a year, we got engaged um, and then we got married a year later. So it's been for three years. Oh my gosh, four, four years. What about? Yeah. Um, and it's the best. So a year in, right before we got married, I was with some girlfriends on a Friday night, and I came home, and he was like, "So, babe, I've been taking some tests online, and if I'm really honest with myself, I'm pretty sure I have a bipolar disorder." So he had never been diagnosed before. Wow. And really, I think it has a lot what to prompted him to do that. Yeah. I think that he had been in so many healthy, unhealthy relationships or unhealthy life choices, unhealthy times that he had never slowed down enough to be healthy and in a healthy, supportive relationship Mm. to recognize that some of the things were, were inside of him. Not external. Did you see any signs of it? No, like he is bipolar one, which is manic bipolar. There's bipolar one, bipolar two, bipolar two is depressive and a bipolar two never, a person never gets to the manic. They can go hypermania. So he, Manic for him looks a little agitated or if he would drink, he could, there would, there was a risk of whether or not he was going to be angry 
or like try to pick a fight with you. Yeah. But it was, it was like 50, 50 and only when he was drinking. So he being like, he's the most, was that a red flag for you though? Mm -mm. No, no, because the drinking was the issue. So like not who he is. I knew like, I know him, his heart. It, It was like, it was like a switch would flip. And I'd be like, okay, that's not okay, you know? And so it only happened two times. And then that's when he said, like, I think I'm bipolar. So I have a girlfriend who has her doctorate in therapy. And so she teaches other therapists. And I called her. I'm like, Ben thinks he's bipolar. What do we do? (laughs) And she's like, come over. And she helped us. And so he has been medicated now for his bipolar disorder for two years. And, um, loves taking his medication he's high functioning bipolar so there's like what i've learned is that every person that has bipolar disorder looks different Mm -hmm. yeah and um there are we've gone he and i've gone together to some bipolar support meetings and oh my gosh some of those stories are so devastating for what people i mean some people hallucinate and um there's there's all different extremes yeah she was on the show amber Mm -hmm. and and people with bipolar depressive bipolar they're the ones that you hear about that commit suicide without mm-hmm. help. And um, it's really, it's really hard. So his, his looks like agitation. It like, it's anxiety. It's like, but hot. not like mean. It's just not mad. Mean. No, like irritable. quickly irritable, irritable. Yeah. Like irritable where like uh, a, a anger issues. Like, is it uh, definitely it like definitely probably has gotten in some, some issues where, yeah. Like where you can't um, it's like, it's you're at a wall. You know what I mean? Like if you've ever had a fight with somebody and you feel like you can't get through, like, you know, they're in there, but what they're showing you is like this thing, you know, but isn't that normal? I mean, partially like, I mean, when you're in a fight with someone, um, I don't know. I'm not a screamer. Yeah. I'm not a fighter. I, I was, I was raised in that environment. So I just like promised I would never be a screamer. And, um, I don't, I don't know. I don't get that. I don't get mad easily. I don't react. I'm not, I'm really like, I like to be non-reactive. So mm-hmm. no, I don't think that's normal. I don't know. No, I mean, just not to get through to someone when you're fighting because everyone is mad. <laughs> it's so. a little different. I was like, that's me. Yeah, it's a little, <laughs> right. maybe I it's a like different. It feels what, different because it feels like you're asking. not even talking to that person. Okay. Like it's a like, different. Who are you? Like, who like, are you? Yeah. Like you are not even, you're not even anybody I know. Mm-hmm. So that, that on medication, that doesn't totally different yeah totally different like he's just even but he's so emotional he's such a loving and emotional person that i was i was a little scared like in a selfish way that's once he got on medication that would change because Mm -hmm. he is so sensitive Mm -hmm. and like we were in the car the other day and he was talking about um my son i think one of the kids he was talking about how proud he was Mm -hmm. of them and he started tearing up in the car and that's how sensitive he is like and he he made a joke about himself like i'm such a baby or something but I love that I yeah. love that he's that connected emotionally yeah. to everything and he his eyes will well up like that like just he just I love that about him and so medication didn't change any of that it didn't That's no good. it just made him um he would tell you that his anxiety is just mm. at bay there's no anxiety like That's he thought good. people good. lived like that he thought he thought everybody was like that now mm. what kind of an addict was he because he's amphetamines uppers so he so like 80 percent of people with bipolar disorder self-medicate in their life because they don't know that they're bipolar and they want to feel a certain way so 
um, somebody that's like manic wants to feel that high level mm-hmm. of energy. And anytime he felt like he was like coming down to like a normal level, he thought he was getting depressed. And mm. so he would try to keep himself from feeling or being depressed. But now he knows that none of that was really like true depression. So what would he take? Um, Adderall, uh, cocaine. Okay. Yeah. Meth. That. Yeah. Anything that was like would up. Yeah. You know, so, but yet he like would go in. One time he took himself to the hospital, try to get some help. And he's such a good looking guy that looks like he has it all together that they were like, you're just having a bad day. You're fine. You know, Isn't that crazy? Really? There's you a know? best wow. face. There's to, no face. Yeah. You, I think you imagine anyone who's an addict as someone who's maybe like living like on the street and looks like yeah. has a certain face. Mm-hmm. But that is the biggest, I feel like, misconception. And even my girlfriend that met with us that first time, she said, I don't know if you, I mean, I don't know if you have bipolar disorder. I mean, we're talking like, Struggle with jobs, done, check. Failed relationships, check. Like, you know, like really bad things that if you look at bipolar disorder, the things that he's gone through are not near as bad as some people for sure. Not that it's a game of comparison, but compared to like my life, you know, where I would say you've had a lot of jobs, like you've had, you've changed jobs a lot. Mm -hmm. And he would be like, no, you know, I'm like, no, but in sales, you change jobs more for sure. But you know what I mean? Like there would be little things that, yeah, that it makes, it makes so much sense when you're, when you know what's going on with you. So now there's just this, um, he has to work on himself while he's in the program and he works on himself every day. And, um, we just live this like growth mindset life. And you know, what's funny. I was telling my mom last week, I said, the first time I was married, I was married to former Marine police officer, doesn't drink, very by the books. Set in his ways. Set in yeah. his ways. Yeah. And then the second time I was married, I married somebody with bipolar disorder <laughs> that has an addiction problem. And um, on paper, <laughs> yeah, you're like, okay. You, you yeah. know, like you make judgments on yeah. paper about which one would be successful. And I have the most loving, supporting, supportive, like healthy marriage. The, you know, communication is amazing. The way we, we love each other. I mean, it's just really a marriage is hard, but we work on it every day and, and back to why I do what I do so that we can have that relationship. We don't have to both be rushing out the door at six 30 in the morning, drive and rush hour traffic to, you know, like we can do our life the way that we want to do it. And, and how does it work with the co-parenting? How is that working out? Um, I co-parent with my ex fantastic. Um, how does your new husband, how is the oh, relationship with your kids uh, or children? Oh, and yes. Okay. So they love him. He loves them. They're super close. And I told him just yesterday that I'm so thankful for, he was telling me that he felt like he and my son have gotten even closer in the last year and it just makes him Aww. so happy. Aww. And I said, um, I'm just so happy that you are in his life because you are making him a better human. And you're showing him affection. We'll dance in the kitchen or well, like just so much fun. They're seeing That's a sweet. complete different side of what a relationship looks like, you know, and yeah. I'm so thankful for him for that. Um, Do you have rule like not like rules? It's hard for me to say that word, but um, since step parenting is difficult, it just is. Um, do you have any like guidelines? Maybe it's a better oh, for way for him, like how to deal with your children, because I did that 
with <laughs> my husband, with my kids. Like it was kind of something bothers you, tell me because mm -hmm. I'm their mom. Yeah. They they can get mad at me, but they'll love me anyways. So <laughs> yeah. I'll discipline them. It's a little protective. Let me know. Yeah. yeah, because I I always wanted for them to love him and for him to love them. And <laughs> I didn't want there to be friction because I feel like as a step parent it's so difficult. Like if you discipline them they're like well you're not my dad yeah. <laughs> what yeah. are you thinking well so i i kind of tried really hard not to let that happen and it i think that's why they all have such a good relationship today yeah and I, that probably depends on the personality type like yeah. my husband is a supporter so he's like you know he's not going to automatically discipline he like my <laughs> stepdad <Mine would laughs> my yeah. my stepdad I got beat with a belt um, and been over the bathtub and uh, spanked with a belt. And that was an, that was just the way it was. I my, yeah, with a belt. yeah, yeah, my, um, no, like so that, that was never, no, that was not definitely like not hard, a thing. but yeah. But and you know, I don't know if that enough. was because my dad was out of the picture, but I mean, I would be like five, four or five, six, you know? And, um, so my husband does not really discipline. Like he started out where he would say, would your mom let you do that? You know, like yeah. that's what he says. You know, would your mom let you do that? Like he never tells them. Um, and he's also the easy guy. Like they want to go grocery shopping with him because he's going to buy all the crap, <laughs> you know, or they they want him to pick him up from school because he he's going to stop by Sonic or yeah. like he is the sucker. He's the sucker. So I don't really have to. But that's good. Yeah. That's yeah. What yeah, you yeah. want him to be. Right. So I don't really have to man the discipline boat with him because um, if anything, I need help support with his support like my daughter didn't make a team and last night we were talking to her about it and she was like well I'm used to it because I don't make any team and I don't just very you know and he mm. so I told her something and then he just backed me up with like more support and so we kind of tag team like that yeah that's good what's yeah. hard is um I have a six-year-old stepson and I will tell you that I do parent him like as a mom when he's because he's little and and, you know, I've been in his life since he was three. And so I do expect the same things I would expect of my kids. Or if we're talking like no screen time or everybody's having enough screen time, that's everybody. everybody. And, yeah. um, and he's way more sensitive than my kids. And it's probably because I'm not his mom, Yeah, <laughs> you know. And so I have to be careful not to like have a stern voice or I can just talk to my kids super direct. And they're like, well, you know, okay, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, but the hardest thing about co-parenting is um, the relationship between my husband and his ex was, was very fast. Got together, got married, got pregnant, had a baby divorced. I mean, <laughs> so fast and so tumultuous. And she makes parenting choices that are so hard as a mom. For example, um, we have this uh, long distance parenting plan that we have in place now. And so we have him for six weeks in the summer. But until he's eight, we have this two block system. So she's responsible of getting him um, in between, like picking up from us, bring him back to us. And then we do the, the outside legs. Well, we asked her the other day, what um, how what time are you going to come get him on this date? And she sent a flight, a screenshot of a flight where she's bought him a flight to have that unattended minor um, oh. thing like so so no discussion he's six years old and yeah. we're supposed to take him to the airport drop, drop him, him off plane. and put him on a plane by himself <gasps> at six it like gives me just literal anxiety right I don't now. even know him and I have anxiety I do too and, I can't uh, even like and then deal last with night, an airport last night he tells us that he 
is left home alone sometimes. And especially when she just runs to the grocery store, but or not to the grocery store, the, the gas station. But he's fine because he has his dogs. So he's fine is what he said. So oh, um, it's it is the hardest thing when you have a little one like that, that parents don't have the same values. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm very when lucky. you're not on the same page, it's mm-hmm. really hard and it causes so a lot of questionable. Yeah. Causes yeah. problems really yeah. does. And it's sad because. It shouldn't be that way. I mean, we're all adults and yes. you would think. And, and, and you know, values can be so different. Yes. That's the other part. Yeah. So um, we're really lucky that on the daily dealing with my kids and being local, we live six miles apart from the kid's dad and we're very easy and we have a very flexible schedule that get all, we get along fantastic. And the kids, the kids for a long time thought we were friends. <laughs> I think they know now that we're probably not friends, but they were like, they, we can, you know, they'll play each other against each other sometimes. And yeah. You gotta, yeah. They try that. Yeah. So it can, it can be hard though. Yeah. But sure. good job for you. Thanks. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Is there anything else you want to share with us? Oh my gosh. Where did I start? I need to come back. Yeah. I know that like, you have to so many things. That I I'm going to write a book about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. writing a book. I'm well, I'm go- I'm working. I'm starting it. So I'm. I just have decided therapeutically. Although I've, um, I always tell people it takes so much active work to work through your shit. You mm-hmm. know, and so then I think, okay, I want to write a book about my life because I find that the more success I have that people only see the success and they just assume everybody thinks mm. that. Yeah. Oh, you're so lucky. Yeah. I'm like. What? Yeah. yeah. Right? You haven't so seen I just what want, I did to yeah. get it. Right. right. Yeah. They, um, they have no idea. So I, I want to use it as a tool to help people give permission to people to release their shit. But, but you always have to work on it. Like there was a lot of therapy. I mean, I, that's why I got married so young. Cause it looked, I thought it was like loyalty and connection and it was codependency and control manipulation. So I just, um, I'm going to be working on that so that I can kind of help more people hopefully release their shit. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. On that note. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a perfect ending. I know. Tell us your social handles, please. This Empowered Life, both on Facebook and Instagram. And Amy. Amy and Lo. Yes. Yes. Um, Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Taking time out of your day. Awesome. Yeah, and now we're going to go see Katie's new sea lawn. Yeah, we are. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we are. All right. Yeah. I want to just say hi and see it and congratulate her. And um, thank you, everybody, for listening. And tell your friends about it and leave us a message and a review and um, give us, subscribe to us so you know every single show that comes out. And thank you again for everyone. Thank Thank you. you. If you have any specific questions for us or if you want to be a guest on our show, please hashtag AskTuposh on Instagram, Snapchat at Marcella Ranieri. Or you can follow me on Instagram, Marcella Ranieri, M-A-R-C-E-L-L-A-R-A-N-E-R-I. And you can also follow Whitley. And that's at W-H-I-T-L-E-Y-Q-U-I-N-N-L. L. <laughs> well, my Snapchat is at Gabby Talks. And you can submit questions by emailing Boutique at yahoo.com. And thank you so much for listening. Happy endings and spread sparkle everywhere you go. <laughs> Woo! <laughs>